has not ended. We still have life after it. You know, if we are not dead, meaning there is still hope. So the hope that when you see people, they become depressed and hopeless, is because hope is no longer there. But if we have hope, that is when we will see ourselves conquering and going forward. Listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Hello, friends. This is your chief storyteller host, Michelle Saunders Getch, and welcome to the Altered Stories show. And this is part four and my final episode of my Women Around the World God Story series Rebecca's Abandoned But Not Forsaken God Story. And friends, thank you for listening to my show that shares Christian women's God stories around the world and is part of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app, one of the world's most powerful Christian apps. Friends, I hope all is well and you are ready to be blessed by another inspiring and transformational God story from South Africa. And today I'm excited to introduce Rebecca Chapa to you. And Rebecca was born in Mocha Pani and studies marketing management. She's also incredibly gifted. She does worship, prayer, radio. She studied marketing management. She's lovely, friends. She is a wife, mom of three beautiful girls, and is a pastor's wife. So now let's get to know her. I'm going to bring her to the mic. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. How are you doing? I'm good, and how are you? Good. Is there anything else about yourself personally that you'd like to share that I haven't based on what your bio says? Uh, you know, I'm a woman who is an outgoing woman and I'm working with women. I always do a women's conferences and then I interview a lot of women and then I just want to hear their own set stories. And then that is how I... Uh, what I do, the other thing that I do put on my bio. Even tonight, as I've, I have already told you that uh, I'll be having a session where I'm, I'll be a motivational speaker for women who are abused and suicidal. So that is other part of my life that I'm doing on a day, daily basis. 
Oh, it's so powerful. And it's so good to be doing that. We'd be praying over that for you, Rebecca, because that's quite a calling, you know, and what you're doing is really impacting there too, others and their emotional health too, and their spiritual health and all those things. So anyway, you know, where you're going to share your God story and bless Tanya, Pastor Tanya for connecting us and all of those wonderful things that she shared about you. We're going to talk about a little bit, um, but if you could just tell me why you think it's so important for women to share their God stories. You know, it's very important for women to share their stories. You know, this morning, uh, because I'm a guest speaker of this conference, you know, this uh, other woman, she just called me from nowhere. And then she said in the middle of the night, she couldn't sleep. But on her mind, she never knew who to call. But I was just on her mind this morning. You understand? It prevents them from committing such a thing like a suicide. And what she's passing through, it can lead to a suicidal. What she shared with me as I keep on encouraging her, telling her that it is well, God will seek you through. You know, it is not only you. If all the women we can gather and all share their stories to you, you will understand that it's not only you who is passing through challenges. But what I want to tell you is that God loves you so much. So don't give up about life. There is life after everything that is happening on the earth. You know, if we check in the Bible and you will see that a lot of stories, they happened in the, in the Bible, but the people never gave up. They kept their hope and they knew that God will seek them through. So it is very important as a woman to fight, to confide to somebody because you don't want, you're still a mother. Your children are looking up to you. And then if you don't have anyone to share your problems with, then when you get home, you'll be angry with your children. You'll be angry. You'll never have a smile. And then your children, they need a smile. They need you to tell them that I love you so much, my beautiful princess. You understand? But if I don't share my problems with anybody, meaning when I get home after work, then they will never find a happy mom like me. So I think that women, we need to stand up and talk about whatever that we are passing through. Don't hold on to things so that at the end of the day, if you check the rate here in my country, women are having high blood pressure. Some of them, it is the cause that it is caused by the people who are not talking to each other, who are not confiding. And most of them, they end up having stroke, which is being caused by what? Not talking to other people. When you talk to somebody, you don't know how will she tell you what is it about and what to do in your life. So it is very important to talk about what we are passing through. Thank you so much. Amen. And that is really so true. And I am so thankful to God for women like you that understand how important it is. And so we are going to give you an opportunity to share your God story. So Rebecca, can you share where your abandoned but not forsaken God story began? I'm a second born. I'm the last born in my uh, family. And uh, my mom passed away when I was 
uh, eight years old. You know, I was only left with my father. And for the, so many years, it is me and my brother. And unfortunately, my mom, before she died, she took uh, one of her younger sister's son. And then after she died, the following year, she died. And then my dad never took that boy back to uh, my mom's family. We had to take care of him as it was my mom's wish. Then it was just me and my dad and my brother. Then I had to go to boarding house when I was doing, uh, when I was in high school. You know, life in high school, everybody will talk about their mom. You know, this is my mom who bought this for me. This is my mom, my mom, my mom. You know, it was clicking there and there, but, you know, it, it, I was just telling myself that it's fine. But sometimes when I sit at the corner, people, they will bring out things that their mom bought for them and they will cherish them. The love of a mother. You understand? As a young girl, we're still growing up. We need a love. You need somebody. You know, mothers, they don't give up in anything. Even though they see that this thing, it is not a life. It is not having life. But they will still tell you that this thing, it is having life. So, and then it was just like that. It was me and my brother and that's my cousin. We stayed together for so many years. And then I was studying. I came back from, I passed at high school and then I had to go to tertiary. When I went to tertiary, you know, my dad had to find a companion. You know, when he got a companion, it was very tough for me. But as a young girl, and I was schooling in technical doing marketing management. Then when I was still at school, I had to start selling uh, this uh, bread. We are calling it kota in South Africa. It's like a sandwich. Whenever it's a break time, I will run from school and go back home to prepare it and start selling for the students who are coming out of break as a young girl. Because I had to do something for myself. Then it was like that. And then when life goes on, and then that is how life uh, went on and on. But my dad, I thank God for his life, that he never abandoned us. And he still showed us he's a dad. And whenever I would sit with my dad, he will only tell me this, that you know what? In life, there is, you need to make a choice. And if you make a choice, it's either you love school or you are that kind of a girl who loves things from the street. Then these things, they don't go together. Either you choose one. Then I said, which one must I choose? He said, no, I don't know. I want to hear from you. What are you choosing? I said, no, I want to go to school and finish my school and work for myself. Then he said, that is the most important thing that you must focus on. You know, I didn't want to disappoint my dad because, you know, the rate of pregnancy here in South Africa is very high and they, uh, they fall pregnant out of wedlock. And I told myself that God help me. I want to make it in life. And I want to be that kind of a mom who the, my children will not be shy to call me. This is my mom. And then I had to go to school where these are very tough at home. And my dad find another companion. And I had to find a boyfriend because the life, I was thinking that I need to move. I need to move. Because my dad, you know, I understood that 
Sometimes when somebody was too lonely for so many years, we had to find a companion. But the love that we used to experience while we were growing up, it had to change because she had to offer it to somebody else. Then I had I met this guy, and then I fell in love with the guy. But the guy was very abusive, very abusive. And then he even beat me to a point where he broke my head. And then I learned something in life. But you know what? Is this what I want in life? But I know that this is not what I want. Whatever the stories I was sharing with my dad when I was still a younger, it is not what I am experiencing now. Am I looking for a man who will make me to be his slave? Or am I looking for my life to shine? So then I picked myself. I had to tell myself that no, life cannot continue like this. I cannot be somebody's slave. Then I had to quit the relationship and start to focus. And when I start to focus, I applied and start looking for a job. Remember, I didn't finish my studies because I got distracted along the way because my father also was no longer there for us. While I, I was looking for a job, I got a job in a, in a good company. And then I got a job, I started working. And then I met this man. And then when I met this man, I never thought that it is the right time for me to get married. And then fortunate enough, and I thank God for this everything, I got married to a pastor. A man who gave me life, who told me that God loves you, despite of what you're pastoring. You know, you need to stand up and start life again. And then that is what I did. And then I start sharing life, my life with you. That this is what I pastoring. Don't see some things in me and think that you understand. Why am I 18? You know, sometimes because of the things that we have passed through, it will make you to be somebody else in your marriage. But I did not want that to happen in my marriage. I have to tell you this. I need help. I need you to pray with me. I need you to tell me where I do things wrong and which is doing that. And I thank God for who I am today. Now I can stand in front of people. I can preach to women. I can tell women that, no, you must not allow to yourself to be a slave. Because most of the women, we allow ourselves to be a slave. You can't come out of the relationship because of what you're passing through. But God has given us life. And we must be bold to live our lives. So we take some things like, no, this is the end of life. If I come out of this relationship, what about my friend? How will they think of me? But you don't think about yourself. You must put yourself before any other thing. And know that, you know what? I'm tired of this. I need to come out of this. So even the lady who I was talking to this morning, I realized that she's passing through challenges, but she still holds on to the past of her life. And whereas she need to come out of the past and live her own life. And while I was still saying that, I lost my brother. I lost my brother last year. He was involved in a car accident. And I thank God that, you know what, my dad, he, I'm there for my dad. And my dad with uh, his uh, girlfriend, things didn't work out. And then my dad had to come back home and then young him. And then now we lost my brother last year. But I can see that 
it was a challenge to my dad. But for me, yes, my heart is broken, but that because of God who is in me and the way I'm, I know that I'm a strong woman, I'm able to conquer challenges that I pass through. Now, this one, I know that you understand my heart is broken, but what I'm doing now, I'm, con- I'm consoling my wife's brother and his children who was married, and then now I'm the one who's supposed to comfort them and tell them that life is still continuous. Because sometimes people, when they lose some people in their life, they think that you know that life has ended, but life is not yet ended. We still have life. And with the challenge of my brother is that, you know, we grew up together as we were like twins and it was so heartbroken. When they called us at home that my brother had a car accident, I was uh, about five months pregnant. And it was such a shock to me. But I knew that, no, God is a purpose of everything. And we must just give glory to God. In all things that pass, we are passing through, God will never leave us and forsake us. So now what I want to thank is that that Junta who I wanted to be, I see myself there. I never allowed the challenges of life to press me down. So most of the women, it is the challenges that they are passing through that it will make them not to come out of, you understand, under slave. Some of them, it is that finances is a problem. Some of them is that they are passing through divorce and then they think that life has ended. But let me tell you, my brother or my sister, life has not ended. We still have life after everything. You know, if you are not dead, maybe there's still hope. So the hope that when you see people, they become depressed and all this, is because hope is no longer there. But if we have hope, that is when we will see ourselves conquering and going forward. Thank you so much. What a hope-filled God story. I love what you've shared and, you know, all the very hard things that you had to endure and you've never ever lost your hope you've never lost your faith um you kept going i'm you know the disappointments and setbacks and challenges and you know you're just an attestment of inspiration there rebecca and i know that woman that you talked to this morning um or when you talked to her that that was God ordained. I mean, you are making an impact in women's lives and giving them the hope of Jesus Christ through the light that's shining through you. And, you know, I think that's what is so God honoring. And did you um, accept Jesus Christ um, before your mom passed away? Was she instrumental in that? um, Or did you, you know, accept Jesus Christ after that? No, I didn't accept Jesus Christ then because I was still eight years when I was, when I lost my mom. I accepted Jesus Christ uh, later when I was already 23. This other friend of mine just called me, said that, no, I want to invite you for a church. When I went there, it was like, what is this? She said, I want to introduce something to you. I was like, what is this something? But when I went there, you know, I knew that that day God is talking to me. You know, sometimes when God is talking to us, 
as people, we think that, ah, no, this is not for me. Ah, this is not me. You know, but if God is talking to you, you need to stand up and do that particular thing that God is telling you to. So it was later when I was young, I never knew anything about Christ, but we were in a certain church and then I was not born again. But thank God that today I am born again and I fear God. That is the most important thing, that we need to fear God in all things that we are doing in our lives. And the other thing that I did not share, I forgot to share with is that remember I was studying, I was studying, but I I left, uh, I couldn't finish my studies. To the glory of God, I am now proceeding with my studies. And you know, I don't want something that I started just to end up nowhere. I am proceeding, and I know that uh, after these exams, I will make it. Yes, I agree, and I, you know, I went through and got my university degree at a Christian university way late in life. You know, we get distracted, things happen, and the enemy, you know, sometimes tries to keep us um, and gets us in places where we have to really uh, put on the full armor of God and to be able to, you know, continue forward. And that is so exciting. So I will be just saying prayers for you for that uh, completion, because that will equip you even more to do what you're doing. So praise God. I'm really sad about what transpired with your brother, but you're just so positive. And it sounds like you're able to now support his family and you know, I'm hoping your brother was with, is with Jesus and he knew Jesus was a believer. Um, but God is using you still uh, in, in helping him through what you're doing with his family. So that's really cool, um, Rebecca. So uh, just in closing then, Rebecca, are there any last words that you have? And also... Do share with us how others could get in touch with you if they would like to do that. Okay. Uh, you know what I want to share to men and women out there? You know, it is not only women who does not find people to talk to. Even men. And men, they are the most people who are in danger of not talking. And if you check the way men, they have heart attack is to show that they are not people who are coughing out their problems. When men have a problem or a challenge at home, they will never go out and talk about it. If the woman is beating them, they, will, they are very shy to come out and say that, no, my wife is beating me. Because people, they will think, ah, what kind of a man are you? You understand? But men also need the platform where they will come out and say whatever that is bothering them. So I... Yeah, I, I, I urge you men out there, women out there, that please go out. If you can't talk to uh, maybe your family, find somebody that you feel comfortable when you're talking to them. And if you, you want to talk to me, you can find me on my email. My email is uh, junita, is J-U-N-I-T-O-R-C-H-A-B-A. And, uh, uh, no, J-U-N-I, can I repeat it? I'm sorry. 
is J U N I T O R C H A B A two zero at gmail.com. I'm repeating it again. My email address is J U N I T O R C H A B A two zero at gmail.com. Or if you want to speak to me on Facebook, you can find me on Facebook. My name is Junita. Junita, you spell it with J-U-N-I-T-O-R. And then my surname is Chaba. Chaba is C-H-A-B-A. That is where you can find me. I can speak to you. You can inbox me anytime. I can be able to pray with you. I can be able to talk to you and listen to you. The most important is for you to speak out. And if this women, I don't know if you guys know the story of the woman who their husband was owing the debtors. This woman, if she wouldn't have come out and speak to the men of God, meaning they would, the debtors would have taken these children, but she was bold enough to go out and speak to the men of God about the challenge she's passing through. And I know that you too will go out and pick up your phone or type on your email and send an email that I need somebody that I can talk to because of what I'm passing through. It is not too late for me. The Lord is still sitting on the throne. Thank you so much. And thank you. Blessings and friends. We will have this episode up on our website at www.alteredstories.org. As you know, each woman gets her own episode page and we will have those details out there too on how to get in touch with Rebecca. And friends, until the next show, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org. 